are you guys? Who's here? All right. Let's see. Yay. Hey. <laughs> Brazil. Brazil. Germany. Boston, were you at the France. Bethel Music night? Hi, Michelle. I love you. Um, France. Where in France are you from? Hello, Brazil. Pennsylvania. And Pittsburgh. All right. All right. Who else to see? Canada. Is it, what is that? It's six. Oh, it's almost 7 p.m. at night. Wow. That's cool, Brazil. Hey. 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 Okay, so Let's it's Friday. In, yeah? yeah, it's Friday it's and Friday, um, November. November, November third. Third, yeah, Amazing. November third. And you know, for those of you guys that don't know who we are, I'm Havila Cunnington, and I'm Ben Cunnington, and we are twins. No, we we're are not. twins. <laughs> we're identical married. Twins. <laughs> <laughs> we're married, and we. Um, well, we've been married for how many years? Twelve years. Twelve like, years. Like two weeks ago, we hit twelve years. Twelve years. 12 short years. 12 long, the longest years of my life. <laughs> the most glorious and the most yeah, hardest years of our rewarding life. Rewarding and challenging <laughs> and fun and horrible. It's all there. It's all there. Beats. That's terrible. I see you. That's terrible. Oh, I have to tell you the story first and then we'll get into this. So I was talking to my son, Hudson, and Hudson is our second born son. He's got the little glasses. He's very cute. And he was saying to me, I was telling him about, um, we were talking about boyfriends and girlfriends and, you know, he's in fourth grade. Mm -hmm. He's in fourth grade and he's kind of in this mode where we were talking about, I think, Valentine's Day. And I was explaining this really sad moment in my life when I was in junior high and there was this guy named Josh who was my best friend and he wanted me to be his Valentine. And so, um, I'll, I want to say his last name, but I'm afraid people might know who he is. Yeah, Anyways. Josh, if you're watching. Josh Kolb. But anyway, he um, wanted to, he wanted me to be his Valentine and his girlfriend, but I wasn't allowed to have boyfriends. And I was, I think, 12 at this point. And yeah, that's inappropriate. That's inappropriate. And so he ended up, I was telling Hudson this, that he ended up picking another girl to be his girlfriend and he gave her a Valentine's and he didn't pick me out because um, I wouldn't be his girlfriend. And, and I was telling Hudson that, that the guy ended up, you know, dating somebody else. And he looks at me with his little glasses, his grandma glasses that are like right here. And he goes, that's terrible. <laughs> like walks off and I'm like, it was this moment where I thought it was terrible. And I'm, thank you for validating. Like all these years later, 25 years later, my little nine-year-old is telling me that's terrible. And I'm like, it is terrible. And just the way he said it was absolutely validating. I felt like I got healed in my kitchen. <laughs> True. <laughs> that moment. True, a little... He goes, that's terrible. that's terrible, walks out of the room. That's terrible. <laughs> so anyway, that's what it is. We're, today we're kind of talking a little bit about raising boys. Raising boys. Raising your husband. Raising, <laughs> yeah, husbands to be men. <laughs> because Initiated all husbands wives. love women to treat them like boys and sons. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's just really empowering. <laughs> that's right. Especially if you call them son accidentally. Yeah. Right? Or buddy. Or buddy. <laughs> or dude. Or dad. <laughs> or dad. Call me dad a few times. Not you, well, you can say dad, but just only in one place. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know I prefer... <laughs> what? What do you prefer? Papa. You know I prefer Papa. Oh, my gosh. Papa Ben. Is he, are you talking about the bedroom? <laughs> yeah. 
that's, <laughs> wow. That's terrible. Yeah, that's really inappropriate. Okay, should we jump into a, yeah. a podcast? Yeah. So um, we have four boys. For those of you that don't know, we have four boys. And um, they are ages 11, 9, 6, Six. and 5. You, do you like my hand right here? Is that bothering I you? I love it. <laughs> and so um, did you ever think you would have sons? Uh, I think I did, yeah. I thought I always would have children and thought, I guess, because I am a boy or a man and you had think, a brother. Yeah. I guess it just seemed kind of like, yeah, I'll probably have boy, at least one. At least one. I was shocked because we only had um, girls and like on our family. So I came from an all girl home. I mean, we're talking like our, my weekends were mall walking and we had long conversations and we swapped clothes and shared a car. we shared a car. But I mean, even like my parents, it was a very female home. There wasn't any masculine. My dad was not like a major sports guy or much of a, you know, dude. And so when I got married to Ben, I, I had had a lot of guy friends. In fact, my dad used to call me his only son. So I assumed I was good with, with men. I figured, you know, I'm his only son. I'm, I'm kind of masculine. I like, I'm kind of aggressive and, you know, my voice is kind of dark. <laughs> I mean, deep and so dark. dark. So I just assumed that me being married would be easy because I wasn't super girly. I assumed it'd be fine. And when we first got married, I kind of had the shock of my life. I remember, um, I remember getting the mail. Uh, how amazing I, I was. Yeah, how amazing. No. Well, and, and I remember the first year we would go through things and I would always be like shocked because he would think of life, he would say things that were totally opposite to what I thought. And I thought, what is wrong with this guy? Like I would say something and he would miss something or I would, you know, want to do this and he wouldn't want to do it. And I, I couldn't understand it. And then... I couldn't get away from you either. True. Sounds horrible, but it's kind of the way that I was experiencing marriage for the first I think year. That's normal. I yeah. was pregnant, so I couldn't get away from yeah, being was, a, a bait, like helped. being pregnant. <laughs> you know. And um, and so just experiencing, and I remember I used to go get the mail, and I would I would take my mail into the bathroom and just sit with my mail and open up my mail just to be away from him. But it wasn't because he, it wasn't that he, you were clingy or aggressive or controlling. It was more that I was so I, I was so um, lost. I just didn't understand the way he thought. I didn't understand the way that he processed. And I just... Had a meltdown. I had a no, meltdown. No. I had to learn. No, it took time. I, I had to learn that I didn't know how to talk boy. I didn't understand how to think boy. I didn't... And because I didn't know how to talk girl... You know, we were really have, we, we, we really came from completely opposite backgrounds. Mm -hmm. So I think there's, you know, communication differences and then combined with opposite personality differences yep. and then yeah, just female and male differences and then you being pregnant. On top of it. So like four big dynamics. Which there. you impregnated me. It was my fault. It's true. <laughs> I do take the blame all four times. <laughs> only four times we only tried four that's times only four guys. times that's yeah, we're very pure so um i think it took us years to figure out um that it that the way that he saw life and the way that i saw life wasn't wrong it was different and i think once i i remember thinking i'm going to raise judah my eldest son like we're going to raise him but i'm going to teach him from scratch how to talk girl and how to think girl 
And I know that I didn't get to raise my husband, but I can raise my son. And then I had another, uh-huh. I remember having this thought, like, oh, I'm going to teach him how to communicate. I'm going to teach him to talk when I want to talk. And I'm going to teach him to notice the new lamps that I just purchased. And I'm going to teach him Good how luck. to celebrate me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm we're cutting to the, to the chase. But then we had another son. Then we had another son. Then we had another son. And I think it took me four sons and a husband to realize I was not going to change the way that a man thinks or views their life. This is really inherently how they see life and and we are very different and once I stopped trying to make my sons a woman or my husband a woman and started to see them as different and masculine and there were benefits to their masculinity and began to talk to them as men and not as um you know a woman it really changed that's true no I think that you have uh do you remember that adapted um, I don't know if there's ever one like distinct point where I'm like, oh, she's completely changed. But I think that, you know, I think there's a balance too, right? Because sometimes I, I have to remember, man, she's, she's the only woman in the home and I want to make sure my boys know how to have manners and you did, yep. treat a woman and, you know, prepare them for normal life. Cause normal life <laughs> isn't like bachelor pad you know, just hanging with the bros, like, which I, again, looking back, I wish I kind of would have had a little bit more of that as well. Exposure yeah. and like just um, learning communication, learning how to engage differently and not just be um, in the masculine world. Yeah, no, it's true. So what I kind of learned about talking boy, and you can like jump in because you are a boy, so you would know. But one thing I really learned about boys is that if a boy is not happy or a man is not happy, often it's more basic than a woman thinks it is. So for a woman, we're like, like I say it this way, for a man or my sons, it's like they're not happy. If I just go through basic needs, like have they eaten? Have they slept? Have I given them healthy touch and hugs and cuddled them? Have I let them go outside? Have I let them not be so domesticated, but like run around? Have I, you know, just basic needs? Have I allowed them? Like even for Ben, has he had time with other guys? And has he been able to just not have to talk and not have to communicate? And and just basic needs, usually, um, usually, that's really basic. Now for a woman, and you girls know this for those of you that are watching, when someone asks a girl what's wrong, you 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 would be an expert. Like you'd have to be a psychologist slash doctor slash pastor to get it on the first try. Because it's not because you don't have a good guess, but it's because a woman rarely knows what's wrong altogether. A woman goes through discovery through conversation. So a woman will say, we'll go, what's wrong? And we'll go, well, I think it's this, but I don't know. Let's talk about it and maybe we'll get to it. But for a man, if we say what's wrong, they'll say it's this. And if you actually try to discover what's wrong with them, it's more frustrating because they already told you what it is. It's not often deeper than what they said it is. And if they know what it is, then it's that. I would say though too, at least for me, you know, kind of being a feeler, yep. like, and actually not fully being engaged with that or knowing, aware of it, I should say. But um, I think there are t times where maybe some of the frustration comes from, I think when I, I'll say, this is what's bothering me, Yeah. but I, 
but I know it's like there's something else and I haven't quite figured it out yet maybe. And so then I think the... Um, but how often when I say that, it's often a basic need. Like more times than not, yeah. it's have you eaten a day? No, Did you get a good night's sleep? Like more often, if there is something that's hanging out and there's something deeper, that's, that's, that's not that's a not basic the, guide. Yeah, that's, yeah, for sure. That's all I'm trying to say. That, I agree with that. Yeah. And it's not that guys lack feelings or Thanks depth. For, Thanks for that. Well, you know. Yeah. Just, but it's not that guys lack feelings or depth. It's that often um, that you can no, get deeper the, with it's them. Com, it's the compartmentalizing. Yeah, because yeah, women that's don't a good compartmentalize. Point. We don't. So everything is connected and harder to pinpoint. Right? Yes, yes. So that's why I think that's part of the difference. And we have to kind of so backtrack. guys can be like, you know, this is what it is. This is what I'm thinking about right <laughs> yeah. now. This is what's bothering me because this is what I'm, what's on my mind. And this is why a man can, we could be in an argument and a man can still think about sex. And it's not that they are, you know, something's wrong with them and like how, you know, I remember we used to argue and then Ben would be like, hey, and I'd be like, I don't, well, how could you even think about being close to me? We've been, we've been at, angry at each other. But for a man, you know, oftentimes a man wants to be physically close before he can be emotionally close. Where a woman wants to be emotionally close before she can be physically close. And so it's really about respecting mm -hmm. the difference. A man can compartmentalize and say, I actually want to be close to you right now, and I don't need this all to be okay for me to connect with you. Where a woman feels opposite of that, right? That's true. So we Would you say that um, if you don't feel emotionally close and then we do connect physically, do you, does it help you connect then later emotionally? It's, I, I mean, this is me. Okay, so all you girls that are listening to this, you might say this is not. But for me, it comes down to the fact that you are softer with me. So once we connect, mm. you, you have different ears to hear me. It's almost like you're like, you feel really safe and connected to me. And then I can share something that maybe you wouldn't have heard before in the way that I'm sharing it. Um, you share it, you just, you connect with the message differently. Yeah, okay. And sometimes it's, you know, a, a woman wants to feel in control of pain. You know, we don't want to feel like we are vulnerable. And, you know, I think for a woman, we because everything's mixed in, we can sometimes feel vulnerable to, like, all of it. And so part of us loving our men well is giving ourselves to them in a way that says, I don't have to be okay in every area of my life for me to be intimate and close to you. And that isn't something that we're taught. I think girls are taught that I must like all of you to be close to you. And I think it's been really important to learn that specifically in marriage that um, we can be close and it doesn't have to be that everything has to be perfect or right or even doesn't need work. Mm, that's good. Like permission to be in process. Yeah. So so with our boys, um, I think that's something that I've really learned with, with boys and with the men in my life is, you know, talking boy is A, I'm not a man. So really like loving men and realizing they're different, um, realizing that a man doesn't think like a woman. And, sh and when a man wants to talk, you better listen because men have moments of clarity. Girls have days of clarity. Like we have, we're like by the hour, we could spend time talking about certain things. Doesn't mean that you can be introvert, extrovert. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a confidence internally of what you might know is happening. But for a man, you know, for my boys, if they start to talk, I used to think, oh, let's just wait. Like, boys, I'm busy doing this. I'll connect with you in an hour. And then I'd like run up to them and be like, what were you going to tell me? And it's gone. 
They're like, I'm not in that box anymore. I'm not ready to talk about it. And I would be like, wait, I missed my window. And so I've learned as a boy mom and a, a woman who lives in a boy home that if they're talking about something, you better set everything down and really listen because this is a real, it's a gift. They're giving you a gift of some insight on the inside of them. Yeah, it's true. Um, I don't have anything to say about that. That's it's true point. though, right? No, it is true. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think um, sometimes we forget, you know, because yeah, we have these boxes, the compartmentalizing. And so it's like, well, I don't, I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's gone now. <laughs> or yeah, or it's just like, I'm in a different mode or I don't feel like talking. Yeah. Or I don't have any words right now. No, it's very share, true. Talk about that. And for a woman, you know, one of the things I've really had to work on is not getting my feelings hurt in living with men and thinking they're so insensitive and they don't care That's and personal. they're not interested. And it's realizing it's actually not an intentional disregard. It's just that they don't think that way. And sometimes it's it's an actual mm -hmm. like capacity level or and sometimes mm -hmm. an, an and they have I mean inability, even, even scientifically you guys have way. less words yeah. than than we do as women so if we you you might have used all your words that day and so it's not personal it's just that they they don't have any more words true yeah so what have you learned about having sons um man a, a lot I think the one of the things I think one of the main things I think about is just, you know, my own growing up and the things that I think were a struggle or a challenge or things that I see now where I want to, I guess my tendency is like, okay, I want to, I want to do things differently, yeah. right? Or I want to fight for um, more wholeness and more connection and more um, relationship, I guess. Um, but yet I think, so I think that's probably the thing that I, um, would say is regularly on my mind. But yeah, as far as just how boys operate, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's amazing. It's like, <laughs> I, I, I get excited about the future of having four, you know, older boys yeah. who are just, you know, like we're best buds and we do awesome things together and activities and go shoot guns and go, you know, do stuff. How are you so patient with our boys? Cause you're super patient with our boys. Oh, I don't, I think I'm not patient. Um, I think He's that very I, patient with I get, um, I don't know, maybe I, I try to at least realize, you know, I, it's just a struggle, but I think letting them be kids, you know, letting them real or realizing like, okay, he's only five years old or he's only nine years old. Um, and just letting them be kids, letting them be yeah. boys. Um, but also realizing that you know, um, I think realize when I realize there's four of them, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not like we have one boy. <laughs> Stuff just compounds and it gets crazy. And so I'm, it's I've, crazy no matter I've what. learned to, <laughs> okay, take a deep breath. This is like, okay, this is, this is what it is. Yeah. Like, this is normal and not get too, um, I guess stuck on this is crazy. This is out of control. <laughs> like, but realizing we have four young kids, like but, yeah. eleven and under, and we do a lot of like. So. I think we do a lot of like, wow, look what we just did. Look what we just pulled off. And and sometimes I think as a spouse, one of the greatest things we can do for each other is perspective. Like, look what we just did. Like, our kids have never gone hungry. They have never <laughs> like. Like every True. diaper has been changed. Um, everyone has had a lunch for school every day. Like 
Look at our boys, like they love us. They come, they want to hang out with us. Like this mm -hmm. is, look what we've done. And really being willing to just acknowledge we're doing it. It's not yeah. perfect, um, but we're, we're actually doing it. And that's, I think that's been really key. So sometimes when we're both stressed, we'll be like, hey babe, look what we just pulled off. You just yeah. went to Florida with all four boys. You took a red eye. You had to come all the way out. They had to get, like we hung out with them. We took them to Disney World, we brought them back. Like, and sometimes we can just, be so focused on what we need to do next that we won't actually celebrate the fact that we did this and we're doing it That's and true. we love our each other. We love our boys. Well in school, like they're all passing and they're, they're, they're reading. They're our kids are driving. Yeah. Yes. They're connecting. <laughs> yeah. They have a, you know, a, you know, a shine in their eyes. You know, they don't look like there's something. Yeah. They're connected. They, and they have it, you know, they ha we haven't, kept them from all pain and hurt, but they haven't been, you know, abused or abandoned. I mean, these are huge things as parents, like look what we've done. So that's, I think, really important. And um, so I think perspective is really important with our boys and realizing they are boys, they're not little girls. And they're not gonna just sit quietly and color and they're not going to just True. not ever hit each other and they're not ever gonna not act like they're shooting you or, you know, like these are boys, we're raising men and really giving ourselves permission to raise boys, like giving yourself permission to be like, we have sons, that's sweet. Look at that little table over there where they have two girls coloring quietly in their pretty little dresses. And our boys have thrown the salt and pepper shakers three times and, and broken all the crayons and broken and all the crayons and stuck them up their noses. And you know, like that's real. We, and we don't condone chaos, but we definitely aren't raising girls and yeah. being okay with that. True. So, well, um, yeah, what, I mean, what about you? What about um, you and your life as far as, do you feel like you are uh, looking forward to the future? I am. With I, boys, I am. as a woman, I mean, being around Lisa Bevere and watching her sons, like Alec and Addison and Arden and, um, who am I missing? Alec, Arden, Austin, sorry, Austin, I love you. Um, Watching her with her sons and the way that they treat her and talk to her, it makes me excited because she, you know, they're playful and they're masculine and she can still be a woman and be herself and, uh, you know, she still nurtures them, but she mm -hmm. doesn't, she hasn't lost herself in her femininity. And I, I get excited about that. That's I get true. excited about the girls that'll be around our house and nurturing, you know, spiritual daughters and the girls that are going to want to hang out with me because I have four sons <laughs> and just that. But I also, you know, like we never argue about what we want to watch. We never argue about the activities. We have all guys. So I, it's, it's somewhat easy, right? It's true. But, so. we, you know, we're going to jump on and watch the Hallmark movies here soon. Yes. Right? For you. And our boys, Absolutely. Our boys like them. Speaking uh, of Lisa Bevere, um, you, we just released the course. Yeah, this is kind of why we're talking about this today. Mention it. Yeah, we, Lisa and I, um, we had this idea a year ago, year and a half ago, where I was like, you know, Lisa has these four boy men. I have four littles, and I don't know of any other women out there that are really talking about raising boys that have boys in their house all the time. And I was, I kind of was selfish and thought if I could get Lisa to record a series on raising men, I, I would do anything. I want to hear her thoughts. And so we flew up to her house and sat at her kitchen table and we did, we just spent a day talking about raising boys and raising men and everything from, you know, TV watching to girls to boundaries, boundaries and, yeah. to, you know, how do you raise godly men? And, you know, her boys all love the Lord and they, you know, identity, identity yeah. and, 
you know, all of that and pornography. And so we kind of just talked all about that as women and moms. And, and then we put it into a course called um, Moms of Men. And, we, and it actually ended up being 12, 12 classes. And we, we were like, hey, this is good. The 12 classes are good, but like, let's add some homework to it. And not homework, but like ideas towards it and encouragements and activations and action steps. And let's, let's disciple this generation of, of mob women, which are moms of boys. And so we put that into a course and that's, that went live this week on mm-hmm. Truth to Table. And that is an investment. It isn't. Uh, it, 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 would, it does take an investment to get, but it's lifetime. You can have it forever, and it's all the whole twelve sessions of that. We also have a free ebook. It's like three, the three things I wish I had known before becoming a mom. Before becoming a mom, and that's free. You can download that today. You just click my link in my profile, and that's for you. You can start there and see if it's something that kind of piques your interest and you like it. And if if so, then you should invest in the course. You would really enjoy that. It's. You know, sometimes it's like, there's all these kind of books. There's all these kind of things out there. But you know what? We're not just, we don't just have the idea of it. We're actually living with eight men (laughs) in our lives. And so we're taking it from that perspective, actually having boys in our house and what it looks like on a daily basis. I think it's cool because it's, you know, Lisa's perspective of all of her sons are grown now and adults. And then our sons are obviously, you know, more, we're more in the younger boys becoming men. men. And so you get kind of both sides of the coin of young, teenager, and, and yeah. older. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's such, a, such a great course. Ben and Austin and Alec all sat there as we filmed that entire thing, like, the whole day. And they were, like, giving us the thumbs up. And, yeah, that's right. And which I liked, like, to have that kind of. It's great. Yeah, yeah. it's got a good mix of, you know, laughing and. We're very and, honest. Yeah, and just you're sharing your, your experiences yeah. you know, as mothers, as wives, as um, moms of boys and men. Women, yeah. yeah. So anyway, there's more information on that, but I hope that this is helpful. I'm so glad for those guys that jumped in, and we'll do a few more of these coming up. Um, yep. But just trying to keep, keep you guys in the story. Well, I'm like giving you space to talk. Sorry. No, no, no. I think it's great. That's it. Do we have anything to say? No. Yeah. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for watching. And um, all the information is our link in our bio. Uh, we're going to throw this on a podcast as well. So anything we talked about, you guys will be able to hear coming up on a podcast. All right, guys. All right. Bye. Have a good Happy Friday.